Welcome to the Carnival World Talk podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Series 2, Episode 2 with Plattbridge. I'd like to welcome all our new followers and supporters. Again, thank you so much for all your likes and subscribes and all those who have bought me a coffee. Thank you very much once again. I'm going to keep this very short and sweet because you know and I know this guest or even guests are true Morris legends and I don't want to keep you anymore. So here we go with Plattbridge. Right, so uh, here we are, episode two. Thank you very much to uh, Plattbridge for agreeing to do this one. We've got Maureen, Anne-Marie and Susan with us as well. Um, we're about to kick off, so off we go, ladies. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hiya. <laughs> so, uh, just just to start off the Plattbridge story, um, I spoke to Maureen Egg. Everybody will probably know Maureen was the founder of Plattbridge Morris Dancers, but a little bit of history. I've spoke to Maureen's uh, yesterday uh, just for a few more facts from Maureen and get a bit of co uh, consent from her, shall we say, uh, just about... She she's unable to actually be on Zoom and she's not very well at the moment. So we're just going to say a few things on her behalf, really. So going back to Maureen's story, Maureen Egg, uh, Maureen started dancing when she was eight. Her mum took her to a club around the corner because she's from England originally. And then the troupe she was she joined when she was eight was England Ulster Sterlets. Uh, she was trained by Mrs. Howard and Mr. Morris helped. And then I think she had um, a stint at Lee West Park and, and, and a stint of dancing at Aspel. I think it was Aspel St. Elizabeth's, which was very interesting because she went on to say the um, they were sort of struggling for girls at the time at that, in, at that point. And then I think she had a little bit of a, a break. So she... She, ended, she she did run a chippy in England at the at the time, and a lady came in called Pat, who suggested to her that she started her own Morris dancing troupe up. So she was twenty three by that time. So she had, she did some advertising and had lots of friends in the other troops, and the that's how it sort of started off really. Um, she told us a little bit about where they were practicing at the time because it was difficult to get a venue. Um, and then she said, all of a sudden, it just was word of mouth uh, that they ended up getting lots and lots of girls from different places and then built Platbridge up from there on. And it just went to, from success to success. So she, she sort of was explaining to us, um, how the, obviously, we didn't have babies and dinkies then. So she started off with a tiny and a junior troop and then worked towards getting a senior troop the year after. Um, the first organisation that they danced in was NRCO, which now was sort of a break. Etico was formed from NRCO. And she was just explaining, like, some of the troops they danced against in the early days was, like, Rufford, Cardite, Sulfidettes, Blackburn Aces, Breadbury, um, St Andrews, a, a, a lot of, like, northern Breadbury. troops. One, yeah, one the weren't yeah. yeah. Um, I asked her about the first set of dresses they made and they, they wore, sorry, and she was saying like they, they did displays and they saved up and, and did a lot of fundraising and they had navy and white and then the year after they went on to buy a set of dresses off a, 
a troupe called Georgettes. Georgettes, and there was big white puff sleeves, um, and she dyed them all pink because they there was green and pink as well in the early days. Um, and then they had sub names at the time, like Maureen was saying, like Platbridge Antoinettes, Platbridge Excelsiors, Platbridge Debonairs. So she sort of went from success to success. And, um, you know, that, that was Maureen's history, really. And, and the, the troupe went, you know, from strength to strength and was really, really successful with, you know, like we've been going 51 years this year. Um, <laughs> and with over the years, I think we've danced in, you know, all the established organisations like with the... Um, just let me find my sheet, like NRCO, Etico, Merseyside, LCA, NCA. Um, we did a, a couple of seasons, I think, with MDCO, NUCO, and then we did Michael's charity organisation, and we were successful in there, even though it was a one-off. So I think from that, we've had lots of, you know, like with our reputation, we had a lot of um, people joining over the, over the years, and we had quite a lot of troops like then going forward as it built up and got stronger and stronger. Um, the, thing, the thing is, Jordan, I think what a lot of people don't realise is Anne-Marie and Maureen have been with Platte Bridge for a very, very long time. And a lot of people know Anne-Marie and Maureen, not necessarily Maureen Egg. Nobody yeah. probably knows me, but they know <laughs> Anne-Marie and Maureen. And a lot yeah. of people joined our troop because they were friends of them, because they, because they are the big characters of, of our troop sort of thing. I mean, I've, I've been with Platte Bridge all, all my life. I've only ever danced for Platte Bridge. And I, I started when I was um, seven. So I started, I was six or seven, 1979, when I started at Platte Bridge. And it was just because a girl who I went to school with started Morris dancing. And she just said to me, do you want to come? So I went to Platte Bridge and I just stayed there. I'd, 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 I tried every sort of dancing, swimming, every other activity and nothing stuck. It was only Morris dancing that stuck. So I, and I've never been anywhere else. I've never finished. I've never packed in for 12 months. I've just always danced. So Wednesday night for me has always been practice night. And then, um, so once it, it got to about two, 2000, I think Maureen was saying, 2001, 2002, when Maureen's daughter Lisa was pregnant and she lived over in Yorkshire. So that was when Maureen started to, um, she needed more health training. So she asked, you know, a few different ones if they'd be able to help out. So then um, Carol and Joyce did the dinkies at the time. They took on dinkies. And I think that was roughly when, I think babies started around about then, didn't they? Because the, your Shannon then was the leader of that little troop and all that. And then um, I, took, I took on the juniors in 2002 um, and then seniors in 2011. And it was... It was only really later on that um, when Maureen was sort of, uh, like you said, struggling a bit more and she, she did need more help, that she sort of, she asked, would I take over a bit more? And that's how I became the principal. Because I've, I've, it's ne never like been an ambition to run a Morris dancing troupe or anything like that. It's not something I ever wanted to do. It's just that I love Morris dancing and I've always been with Platte Bridge. So that's how come I became the principal. So whereas a lot of principals now, you know, like they've been, um, you know, they've danced for years or something and they think, right, I could do my own troupe. That was never like that for me. It just sort of, I did it to keep Platbridge going in a way to help Maureen out type of thing. 
Yeah, because I was doing a lot. I've always done a lot because I've always wanted to help out. I've always been involved with everything, you know, like um, helping set things up, helping with the music, helping with the routines and armworks and stuff like that. And so it, it just ended up where I was just I was just doing more and more. So that that's that's how I became principal really. Maureen's still there, Maureen Egg. Maureen still comes when she can. And you know, I would always ask Maureen's opinion because she's just she's so knowledgeable. Well, yes, yes. I've just got the, the biggest respect for Maureen. So I would always ask her opinion on something to Morris related. Um but yeah, yeah. So I think but it's like um, I, said, I think uh, I suppose again it's it, I always say it's kind of a testament then isn't it really you know to you obviously must be doing something right if somebody's going to stay there for so long um because a lot of the times I feel <clears throat> excuse me in the majorettes a lot of people tend to form a breakaway because they didn't get their own way or they want to do something uh, you know that they don't like and things like that and I think with the with the old school troops you, you never get any of that it's it's always very much um, thinking on the knowledge of what would the person do before me. So always thinking like, what would Maureen, you know, would Maureen have us like this or would she, you know, be like this or, or you know, one way or the other. So I think it's just a, it's just a fantastic testament really that, you know, you were never going to let it go. So if it meant, you know, stepping up and, and taking on whatever, then yeah, we'll do that to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. I, there was no one else would have done it in the night, Anne Marie. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, Susan does a lot as well, like with with the especially now over, you know, like over the years, and Maureen's took a step back. You've got more and more involved in lots of other different ways as well, aren't you? Like in terms of all the operational background stuff as well as you yeah. know all all the pressures you 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 know you've got with like. You know, the, the, the troops are delegated with like, um, other trainers as well, but it, it's sort of Maureen Egg's still the, obviously the, there and, and still comes along, but Susan sort of took over that principal um, sort of title, really, aren't you? Yeah. You know, it, we, have to do, we have to do a lot of fundraising and everything. We, even though Platbridge is, was in Platbridge for years and years, when the club closed, I just I wrote a few dates here. Platbridge Labour Club closed in 2014. So then from 2014, we struggled to find a practice venue. And we went from Abram Community Centre. We was there for 12 months, but it was far too small. Then we went to Welly X Servicemen's Club uh, in Welly. We was there for a couple of years, but then that that didn't really work out. And then we moved over to Whistley Mains. So in the last couple of years, I tried to sort of because we weren't in Platbridge, we weren't located in Platbridge anymore. We started to call ourselves PB Morris. That's why it's it's on the T-shirt PB yeah. because yeah. people have got uh, this perception that we must be in Platbridge, but we're not anymore. We're actually located in Whistley Mains. But I didn't want to lose the history of it because that's that is still who we are. But we wanted to try and also move things forward a bit, and because of how Maureen started it up she didn't like get any backing from anywhere she didn't have people giving her money and saying you do this and you do that for these kids or anything so we've had to do all this fundraising ourselves over the years so you know everything that you want everything that you want to do for the kids you've got to raise the money for so 
like I'm involved with doing trying to do uh, put bids together for the council to get money for different things and like even last year we managed to get um I won some funding so that we could get zoom for 12 months so that you can have a longer zoom session you know because you have to pay for that as yeah. well so there's there's a lot <clears throat> of things that's involved with running a troop and I think that's what a lot of people don't realize it's not just turning up and practicing on a Wednesday night it's everything else that goes into it and we have we have got a, a committee we have got a good set of mums behind us who will who will help and who will do things and get things organized um but you've got to have people there to drive it so like yeah. Kelly Armstrong's like one of my key people on the on the committee she collects for pontins because I mean collecting for pontins is a is a yeah. full-time yeah. job in itself isn't yeah. it you know you're like a yeah. collector aren't you so <laughs> I but, always yeah. I always remember talking about pontins I always remember when I when I judged for Anne Stanton, she would never do pontins. She hated pontins. Um, and it was only that the troops wanted to do it. So it was left to Leslie who ran um, Marionette. Marionette. She did yeah. all the pontins. And I used to think, oh my God, like, it's just a task that you would never, ever want. Is it, you know, booking yeah. a bloody weekend for that <laughs> that many troops <laughs> and there's always a palaver when you get there there's always oh, someone who's yeah. not got a chalet <laughs> or they're at the back of beyond and you're yeah. all near the front oh. there's always something there's always somebody that, that's upset that's before you've even thought about yeah. dancing yeah yeah <laughs> so i think um i mean if there's anything else you want to add there history wise i think um well, you've you danced for a few troops haven't you Anne marie yeah, well, my background really was uh, my mum took me and my sister Maureen here uh, to a club, which is Welly, a place called Welly in Wigan. Uh, we was only about four or five, so you can't really remember who trained us, really. We just remember being taken to this little dance group. And I think, we, you, you know, you just I just remember doing a display. I always remember dancing um, uh in this club and and just marching around in a square yeah just yeah just like marching around in a square doing an old-fashioned homework <laughs> and then it ended up where my friend leslie her cousins used to dance for Askel morris dancers funnily enough who maureen egg used to dance for and her cousins asked her to join Askel, and for some reason i just joined Askel with my friend and miss maureen ended up you went pill stop didn't you yeah. originally so we danced for different troops, like when we were little, uh, for a spell. And then um, I, ju I just remember dancing in Wigan Casino for, um, in Aspel Tarnis. That was my first memory, and I just could smell silver, silver crin spray. And ever <laughs> since, silver crin spray, every, every time, it always reminds me of dancing in Wigan Casino when I was at Tarnis. But then, obviously, after that, I think it was, I was about 12, and me and Maureen and her friend, we, we just decided to join Platbridge. Um, I think uh, Upper Morris, Maureen were dancing in at the time. They'd lost a few girls, hadn't they? And yeah, I think there was about five, six of us, and we just decided, get up, bus. Because you just could go anywhere you wanted then in them days. There were that <laughs> many troops you could choose from. Yeah. But we, we did. We knew Platbridge was, was good. A, a good troop. So we all got on the bus and we all just turned up one Wednesday night in 1977. Possibly. 77, I think. Yeah. Uh, 78. And we all just all turned up. Yeah. Just, and, and that was it. Really, yeah. wasn't Because I remember I practised with no pumps on and I, I, I remember Maureen Egg saying, you need your pumps. And I said, I can't practise with my pumps on. And we're just practising it back at seniors. But 
I remember only dancing in tarnies once and then I danced in juniors and seniors and like you know it well like at carnivals I were doubling up so I were dancing in juniors and seniors every single Sunday and even in them knockouts I was you know like you, you double dancing all the time I remember getting changed in an ice cream van take it uniform off and put it senior one on yeah. you know in two arenas dancing so um that that was it really it was just um because you danced for Upper Morris didn't you for as well for a while and then but Maureen ended up dancing for New Springs because your friends was there that was Deb Ward's auntie wasn't it and, yeah. and Donna Glynn your friends and Bill was helping up train at the time Bill Molyneux yeah yeah Bill um don't know if you remember Bill um Jordan. No, I don't. I've I've obviously seen a couple of uh, videos with him in Etico because he judged for a bit, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. And then, um, we, go on. And then we went Platte Bridge, and then we didn't. We've never. We never looked back. <laughs> yeah, we've not. No, it was just. There was a few blips along the way, though, Jordan. I yeah. think it was uh, when the Isle of Man started off, and we was really, you know. Uh, sort of intrigued on what was going on over with Marion with with Isle of Man. Yeah. Uh, I ended up dancing for a Liverpool troupe called Solway Solitaires when I was 16 and we was going practicing every week um in Liverpool. And that that was the first time I went to Isle of Man. So I was trying to work out what year it was. And it was in the Summerland. Um, and when I got there, I dyed me her brown so Maureen Egg wouldn't find out that I'd danced in Solway Solitaires. Yeah. <laughs> there was a group called Banks and the trainer were called Harriet and Harriet, Harriet from Banks phoned Maureen up from the Isle of Man and said Anne-Marie's dancing for another troop. So the week after when I went home, Maureen um, obviously railroaded me behind this ice cream van up the competition and I got told off for dancing for another troop without telling her. <laughs> um, so that that was, um, and then I think the year after I danced for Lee West Park, just helping them out really over at the Isle of Man because a lot, at that point, a lot of people couldn't afford to go. So a lot of troops was was like wanting to go, but obviously some people with families were saying, I'd love to dance there, but we just couldn't afford it. So our troops used to sort of help but, each other out, didn't they? Well, they did help each other out, but, uh, but some trainers didn't like you helping somebody else out. But yeah, then, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, but then I think she got round to the idea that she did. We needed girls from other troops when we went. And then Wendy danced for us, didn't she? Then that, yeah. that yeah. first year. Then when, yeah, Wendy danced for us. Well, she said last week, didn't she? Yeah, um, yeah. See, and I think that was, that was the thing, really. It was like, I want, really, really wanted Platbridge to go to the Isle of Man, but it took a couple of years. So I, I just went, you know, for I went for 10 years on the trot. So we, wow. we, we did a couple of dances with other troops and then, really really worked with like Platbridge and committee and then that was obviously we ended up going in 198 well we went we went in 1985 and then in 1986 it was one of their big biggest successes so it, I, you know I, I weren't bothered then about getting told off because that was sort of the <laughs> sort of the way to the, the, the road up to getting there and you know being successful there as well I think nowadays um you I mean, would you even accept that? Like somebody going to dance for someone else? Seems like a big thing nowadays when that happens, doesn't it? That yeah, yeah, somebody changed. helps someone else out. Some um, of them even have it in the rules now, don't they? That you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, championship, yeah. you can't. You've got to. You've got to have been yeah. like registered with that group for for so many weeks or whatever. Yeah. So you wouldn't get away with it now, would you? 
It's just so, seems like reels like that are a lot a lot stricter. Yeah. But like I'm yeah. I think it was more to do with because you wanted that experience of dancing in the Isle of Man. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, I only went the Isle of Man twice and I remember that um the the first time I went was when the seniors won and I was in the juniors then and we came second and it was just it was just a brilliant experience and I'm not one of these who can remember every competition and what judge give you that and how you danced in this. The only things I remember are when I see it on a photograph and it sort of triggers something and it might yeah. make me think, oh yeah, that, that looks familiar. But I, I just, I don't remember those details at all, <laughs> but I do remember the Isle of Man. And I, it, it, I remember the things like, um, I, the, only time, the only reason I remember dancing at um, the Winter Gardens at Blackpool was because there's a picture of me with my friends where we were in the, the jungle gym thing with our dresses on. And we just went on the, like, on the playground thing in our uniform. Now, you wouldn't be able to do that nowadays. You'd get absolutely lynched. Do you know what I mean? And I don't remember yeah. the dance. I just remember yeah. playing with my mates. So it's not, I don't know. I just, I didn't remember. I don't really remember stuff like that. I just remember the, not the Morris dancing bits. Yeah. <laughs> no, because because it's changed a lot. Because, like, no, we used to do streets, did with carnivals. Parades, yeah. Parades. Yeah. You know, mm. um... And, and and if you tell any of these young kids these days, they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't. <laughs> yeah. that sounds awful, but yeah. it wasn't. No. Yeah. yeah. When the minute you say parades to like younger kids, yeah. they're like, oh no. And then like, yeah. when you mention it to like the older generation, they're like, oh no, like, we go for like yeah. three or four hours on a parade. That was like yeah. the highlights of the day. Raining yeah. and everything and getting caught smoking these lot and then <laughs> buying chips, peas and gravy and getting caught off sludges, pouring it in them plastic knacks. I mean, we did all that. Yeah. <laughs> Nipping in somebody's house, but got toilet and one of you knock on the door and the next minute there'll yeah. be another the old yeah. trooper be behind you just to nip his, his toilet. I mean, we once went one job, it was Leyland Carnival and they gave us 660 our number in the parade and I thought, I'm not going all the way back in there. So we went to the nursery <laughs> Oh, they forgot for us in the parade. He said, what you called? I said, we're called Mary Millers and we're number two. <laughs> so we ended up joining the parade right up front so we could get back sooner because it was pouring down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it is it is those, like, golden moments, I suppose, that we miss nowadays because we, we dance in sports centres a lot and things like that. So, you know... Kids of our, you know, of of more so of the younger generation now, they're not going to experience those. No. Um, when we, when, um, because we, we, we was going to say, like Anne Marie said, we've danced with quite a few different organisations over the years, and sort of 2011, we were still with Etico. Then we went on to do the year after because we thought we needed to do something a bit different. So we did a few competitions with NWDA and um, Nemdico, and then 2013, we actually had. At PB on tour and that was what we said so we we looked I think we joined something like five or six different organizations and I just picked out all the best competitions and we went to lots of different carnivals and stuff like that so like with Mineco we went and we did the outdoor show world thing at Fleetwood just mm. so that the kids could see yeah. different mm. venues and you weren't in the same Kirby Sports Centre week after week or yeah. do you know what I mean so that that was really good that they, they got to see different things and now that we're dancing with True these last few years where the girls have been able to, like we've done Presswich Carnival, we've done uh, Southport dancing on the front. So it's it's just something different for the girls. And these last couple of years, we've even had, like the bus has been full every week yeah. because the, the, they do they do want to be there. 
and they're some of the fun times like that we remember because I, I, I like some like I'm saying these things I remember not not a dance it's not the actual dancing it's the other stuff so I remember being on the bus with my mates where you used to have like the shield turned over and you'd all be playing cards for pennies <laughs> you know and then you yeah you got told off so every time Joan came upstairs we had to turn it back over and pretend we were doing something else but that was what you used to do so you'd be with your mates all day doing stuff yeah. like that so being yeah. able to for everyone to be on the bus it's the atmosphere, isn't it? The atmosphere, yeah. Not kids. Yeah. It's all about the kids and, and about even adults really just having that fun full day. Yeah, the, the mums have a laugh and everything together. That, that's why it's been good to do to do something different and to just to go to these different places. It's brought the, the fun back into it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we were lucky, really. We've had some good... Uh, we had a few hot days as well when we danced over with True, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So that were good on them outside venues yeah. instead of being stuck in them sports halls. No. Yeah. Because yeah. that's always the worst, isn't it, when the weather's cracking it outside and you're dancing inside. But I know, obviously, you do make the most of being outside by playing rounders or doing whatever you can to... Uh, to keep it away from like stuck inside all day but hello everybody and i just wanted to take a quick second out of the podcast to talk to you about buy me a coffee now most of you may have seen buy me a coffee but what i wanted to let you know is what it enables us to do it enables us to upgrade our production to keep these stories alive bring you fresh content and of course a couple of live streams thrown in if you've got the price of the admission to a competition or even just a bit more, then we're after anything that you can donate to us. And this is what Buy Me A Coffee enables us to do. You'll see below a little link in the description, and that'll take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page, and you'll be able to see all of our ideas and what we're hoping to achieve right there. So we're going to hear some uh, memories then. Yeah, another big memory was when we danced over at Newcastle Carnival. We, did, we, we used to go quite a lot, but the... At the time, there were big prize money at Newcastle, even for the road parade. So we uh, and we never ever won any road parades all the time. Like I said, because there was always mucking about, smoking and eating <laughs> chips, peas and gravy and everything. Um, but actually, at Newcastle that day, I said we're going to have to be proper. So we marched on our tiptoes all the way around, and then when it came to results, we ended up winning the road parade. It was the very last time we went to Newcastle. I remember we won two hundred and fifty pounds prize money for the road parade at seniors one as well so that was absolutely like the highlight for us because nobody could believe it um the the very very first road parade platbridge seniors had ever won <laughs> because i don't know i don't it was but i don't know what what maureen used to she used to like put um someday in the in the background like in the I did in bushes in the bushes like columbo <laughs> <laughs> watch them and see what they're doing so whatever we did it always used to get back to her yeah. and we just wonder <laughs> oh she knew we said we had a spy in the camp yeah we did. somebody peering behind a tree weren't they when you went round the corner <laughs> yeah and, okay. and then we ended up uh, one i don't know what carnival it was i think it was um one of the manchester carnivals i think it might have been chapel on the thrift or something like that and that day was was the day when somebody were watching us from dancing England, um, and he'd watched all all the Morris that day, and he came, he approached us as um, asking us to invite us over to dance in England, and that was the start of that. So was it Derby we went to the first year? Yeah, and we 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 got invited there, and that there was great big um, 
folk dancing competition. So we was representing her style at the time, which was Fluffy Morris. And there was clog dancers and all different styles. Uh, and then we went back again the year after and it was, we, did, we, we sort of did a rehearsal in the afternoon and people paid tickets to watch in the, it was, it was, it was a bit like the, what's it called when you go and watch the afternoon sessions, like when you go to the theatre and then watch oh, it. Oh, a, a rehearsal. It, it, it was like the... Like a, like a dinner dance called. thing, was it, more so? Yeah, no, it, yeah. It, it was all different styles of dancing, like all, all fashion, different styles of dancing, not just clog dancing. They were all different things, like all swords and things like that. And then um, they, had, they had us going as the only, like, Fluffy Morris, as they called it at that time. And I think that was that was early 90s, I think, wasn't it, when they did that? And we ended up going yeah, twice. Yeah. And I think one time seniors stayed over, didn't they? Yeah, we, we stayed over, um, I think we stayed twice, didn't we? But it was the matinee in the afternoon, so the people ah, who paid right, to okay. go watch in the afternoon, um, and the, the ticket prices was cheaper, but then at night, it was... They, they, they were paying quite a lot for the ticket, so we were like, oh. we felt like we were celebrities, didn't we? <laughs> when we? When we were doing that. And then I think Susan, you, you said, didn't you? Um, he got back in contact with you a few years later. Yeah, we so, did it again quite recently. Yeah, was it um, 2018? I think it was. And they got back in touch and asked because we were the originally showing our style of Morris dancing. Would we like to do it? You know, like bring it back again. So we did, and we went to. Um, we went to Sheffield, but it was, it, it was, um, I think it was early January, wasn't it? February, something like that. And where you danced, it was, it was in a big room. It was all quite posh, but what they'd done in the middle of the room, they'd put like um, a raised bit of a platform for all the clog dancing so that you could hear the clogs on the floor. So obviously because we had a, a long troop and you come marching on, so you had to march up and over this, like, like this big wooden area. So then the bit where we were dancing on the, the raised bit, it was like a, a trampoline, wasn't it, Anne-Marie? It was like dead bounces. So if you were dancing on that bit, you were dancing up and down. Whereas if you were on the outskirts, you know, you were all right. Yeah. yeah so to still thought it were good. Yeah, everyone <laughs> watching thought we were great, but we were mortified because you could just feel yourself going up and down when you were dancing. And it, oh, it, it was worse than in Tower Ballroom when we danced in Senior Challenge and Springs were on. Yeah. It was worse than that just in that middle bit. It, you were getting seasick if you were in it. And then it was yeah. because we weren't being judged. Really, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it. But yeah, yeah, that that was that was really good, wasn't it? And um, and, and that um, when I think they asked again, didn't they? They wanted the, the year after they asked, uh, did we know anybody what? Because they'd only seen the kick out, hadn't they? Mm. So then they asked, uh, did could we recommend a troop who did the down step? So we we asked Arcadia to go. Oh, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So they, I think they went the year after, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. So was that but 2000, the, um, 2019, was that, or was that? I think it, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I, yeah, it might have been 17 or 18 when we went, and then they went the no, year the after. after. Yeah, but then yeah. obviously they've not been able to do it since because of all this now, so... And do they do, they do that every year? People come no, to, no. They, they did it in the... Like when we first went in the 90s, and then there was a massive gap, and then the people who remembered it from years ago they they revived it so it was called i think it was called dance in england revival when we went that right, okay. you know like just recently yeah. so i'm not i'm not sure whether it was planned that they were going to do it every year after that but yeah that we went once and then arcadia went the year after oh wow yeah yeah so that was good 
I think we touched there a little bit on on senior challenge. I suppose that is a is a is a big memory. I suppose because I know when I put that uh, iconic Morris song on Facebook the other day about um, who my kind of guests were going to be for the next podcast, um, that was a song that you used the senior challenge, and it just when you watch that routine, it it's just something else, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, everybody comments. And that is that is that music though, isn't it? Going yeah. to a party, and we we had T-shirts at one point saying on them going to a party. Didn't we? <laughs> we had it, we yeah. danced to it all the time. And but then it's one of them types of music where you put it away in the cupboard, and then a few years later you might think, oh, go on, we'll put that back on again. And it just it just comes around again, doesn't it? Because it's a good it's a good foot tapper for places like Pontins and the yeah. Tower Ballroom. I think it's it was like always never... good for their timing and rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like you were trying different music, and then I used to say, right, well, I put Scottish back on. <laughs> Get Scottish back on because we know time and rhythms good to Scottish. You yeah. see, up until you... up until you you use that as as a senior line in that two thousand and eight year, I'd only known it to be like babies and dinkies. So when I seen like a senior line dance to it, I was just like in awe. I was like, wow, because <laughs> yeah. all that, all all who ever danced to it was like babies and dinkies. It was that first introduction of of it being like easy for them, but then. Mm. when I kind of seen that dance at Senior Challenge, it was just blown away by it. I yeah. think as well, because we, because as soon as we did the kick out, you need something that's a bit more flowy. And because everyone was dancing to like, not rave music, but you know what I mean? Everyone was yeah. dancing to like a bit Shirt more modern. Music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, needed, we needed something that was more flowy and suited our style better, which that sort of thing did. And like I say, like that Tina Arena. Yeah, that Tina Arena one's good, isn't it? Uh, oh, no, yeah. I can dance. You can't do it down step to that. No, no. definitely not. No matter how fast you do it. Yeah, yeah. And was that a good year for you generally in Etico, that 2008 year, in terms of seniors? or? Well, when... that, that was... Was it the chickens year, that, when we did the... Yeah, it was the year before when we got the chickens together, wasn't it? In that, um, at the end of the year when they were doing the fancy dress... Oh yeah, uh, do you remember? And then, and you were saying to them all like, because it, the chickens started off really as the as the mums who'd been here for a while, but um, had stopped dancing. And Anne Marie had said to him about why don't y'all get back up and form a troop? So he did the, they did the troop at um, Christmas camp, wasn't it? Yeah. Then um, the following. We did a good dance with disco wigs on t-shirts and tights because there's no dresses, and they ended up bloody winning. But originally, Jordan, it was just for a bit of fun. Yeah. It was just keep fit, you know, wasn't it? I remember you saying. Yeah. It was just the keep fit, and we just started dancing, and then we said, "Oh, go on, we'll 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 go out in competition." And um, what was we in division? We was in division two. It was division two, weren't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started, we started winning, <laughs> so we was like, "Oh, God, we're winning!" Yeah. And then, um, uh, and because we were, we wasn't really just. We, we wasn't really uh, serious about it. Yeah. Till we started winning because um, what it, m- my partner was Nicky. You know Nicky, Jordan Nicky Lyon. Oh yeah. She was. Yeah. Well, she <laughs> said to me, Maureen, um, will you will you ma- will you manage for a look at me today at dance?" I said, "Well, I'll see what I can do." <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not promising anything, Nikki. I said, but I, I will try and glance over at you at one point. 
<laughs> and then she were constantly missing her arm works and everything. But it, funnily enough, nobody seemed to get you for doing that, did you? Know, have you watched some of them videos? We had, we had some, we had so it was really good fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, so then and when, that's when. Yeah, when the when the idea of the senior challenge came up in in two thousand and eight, that was when um like the we sort of put the not put a call out but girls who wanted to dance again sort of asked could they come and dance with the chickens and that was how come they ended up with an eight team line because yeah. you had like Christine who came from Valencia uh, and then the girls who came from Phoenix and, Alison and Julie came didn't uh, and Claire and one of her friends Claire who, who used to dance and had moved to London she ended up just watching the video a few times wow. uh, trying to get her own works so then she came up and danced at senior challenge as well so we had that was how we ended up with an 18 at senior challenge uh, but that that was a, it was a really good day for everyone that because even though we thought chicks should have won and they didn't and then senior a we came second as well so it, it was a good it was a good day that wasn't it all round really yeah so did the chickens yeah, place was. or no 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 were number one that day and yeah. it was uh yeah, but when you whole do, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there was a bit of a standing joke about that wasn't there after uh, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a standing joke jordan bit of a standing no joke. more about it the kids were robbed <laughs> <laughs> that could be the new t-shirt for next year <laughs> hey, it, was, it was at one point <laughs> so i but suppose yeah, I I suppose just fast forward a little bit then. You've brought them, well, back what would have been last year. What was the reasoning behind that? Because yeah, we, well, we sort of, like, Anne-Marie had been leading the seniors for, what, what did we say it was, Anne-Marie? It was about 35 years you've been leading seniors. Yeah, and I think it, I, I, I know it sounds like I were making excuses, but me, me, I've got a bunion and it was affecting my foot and it was absolutely <laughs> killing me. And even though I might not look like it was, it was really. Um, and I just said to Susan, I'm going to have packing. So I, I decided, and I think I was 50, and we did the uh, the end of the season, uh, like a senior challenge where Etico did. And I said, this is definitely the last time I'm dancing. And I said, I'm going to take a step back and, and train, just concentrate on training more um, with seniors. And, and then I said, I want to change the style I want to do a down step Let, let's have a look at changing completely all together really so that was how that came about we, we we looked at you know the seniors going back to do it down step because like we said they could they're very versatile because they've done the down step anyway from being little it, it was just the um the opinions we would get whether Platbridge suited the you know do, uh, doing the down step so and that was when we got Katie leading, who's like, we've got loads of girls still in the uh, the current seniors we've got now. Like Katie led, uh, well, she's led Tarnish juniors and, and seniors. So, well, the first year we, we had Ashley leading and then we, we had another change. Like, so the, the, there was, there were mixed messages really, weren't there, Susan? There were, there were people yeah. saying they don't suit it. Uh, um, you know, some people don't like change, do they? But we persevered and said, well, let's still keep this young seniors doing the down step. Because they have tried. They, they did try it a few years ago, do it down step, didn't you? And it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it... And then ended up where some of us older ones who still wanted to dance. Um, and then we had girls who had left 
like you said, and then their, their kids, their girls had started dancing. So we thought, well, we might as well, you know, see what we can do and see if we can get another, another senior troop. And then, um, like we said, some of the girls who were in the downstep troop did sort of get a bit disheartened with the, you know, the placings and stuff like that and some of the feedback. So we got to a point where it looked like we might not even have a Platbridge seniors, but we couldn't, we couldn't not let that happen. So we'd made sure that the chicks really had a go at it. And and what was funny because really was I was we were saying before that um when Anne Marie had Aaron, there was like a run of the senior girls what had boys. So whereas other troops would have had all them girls coming through, you know, to like take over and be going into seniors. We didn't have that because mm. a lot of our girls had had boys. So we sort of had a bit of a where you've not got that changeover, that natural progression of the girls coming up. So then once like some of the younger ones started having girls, that's how we've ended up getting some of these chicks back. So there's there's a few of them there who their kids now dance like in the dinkies and the tinies and they've come back into chickens. Yeah. And then we've also got uh, girls who've come back who've not danced for like 20 years. You know, they left when they was in juniors. They, you know, they might have done one or two seasons with the seniors. But then um, once we got the chicks back up, they just call in for have a drink with Anne-Marie and Maureen. They just have a chat. And the next minute, they're asked if they've got some pumps in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, so, because that's what people do. Because people come to Platte Bridge because of Maureen and Anne-Marie. They, they come because they're the characters of the, of the troupe. You know, so they'll like, I mean, I know we laugh about it, but they do. These two will turn around and say to you, why don't you come and have a drink and we'll have a chat and we'll have a catch up. And before you know it, you've reminisced about all the good old days at Maris dancing, and then you eat chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just watch out, Jordan. We'll I have know. you put one You have the red band in there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I think that is that is a way. And I, I know we said about, uh, you know, char- characters. Do you know what I mean? We're never sure to characters, but you know, you are just two of the characters in the modest world. Do you know what I mean? There's not. There's nobody you can't speak to who has never seen, you know, you in person or dance or however. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's just a testament of that, of, of how long it's been and, and how it's worked so well in, to yeah. remain. <laughs> but, but like, uh, when, when you look at with, with the, it just shows you, I mean, it was only, I only messaged everybody, didn't I, that day and just get, sort of, I thought, I'll get right pitch here. And I said, you, you know, it's keep fit. You can get back into it and we'll just do simple arm works, a couple of easy formations. And, um, and you know, some of them have come back and said, it's best thing I've ever done for my mental health. I've not danced for 20 odd years. It's got me back into socializing. We've got Annette, like she's got a really good asset with kids. So she's, you know, you, you've got people like that coming through, aren't you? Like helping, um, just she's like a counsellor and everything. So we've got like really, really, yeah, like fun, fun, some of the but it, funny but girls, good. aren't we? Yeah, and it's yeah. good because other troops, their girls, so they, they've got younger seniors and they can't dance anymore, but they still want to dance. They've ended up coming as yeah. well, like Gail from, from Pemberton, and she, wow. she, she loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she kept saying, like, I do want dance, but, you know, my, my seniors now, they're all, like, 16 and 17, and she's 50-ish. She said, I feel more comfortable, like, dancing with the older yeah. girls. That's all it is, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. carrying it on. And you've not got that pressure, you know, of you have to win. Yeah. 
That's yeah. it. We're dancing because we love dancing. Yeah. That's it, really. It's not that same pressure. Do you want to That's it. That's it, really. That pressure is from ourselves. We yeah. want it, we want ourselves to get better every week. So, and last season we was or last season that we danced. We was we was coming up and we was like touching them placings and we were just like please please let's just get in them results. <laughs> yeah. And it was we were just you know like knocking on the door type of thing. So we were we were ready for last season to all like give it a good go, but then obviously we you know like with COVID. I mean the first competition that was cancelled was our competition, our what would have been our fiftieth celebrations. You know, chicks would have been out then and we'd have been wiping floor with senior two. Wouldn't we? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know that was um that was something I touched on about uh, just commenting on. It, it's been a while since I've seen um those top troops so to speak you know yourselves belmont millennium marionettes new springs um those lines and i obviously did get the opportunity to judge that that first comp and i was totally blown away by that senior one line and i i said it before and i'll say it again i think 2020 was obviously set to be a really good year maybe not just so for the the other lines but I, i feel definitely for that senior one line yeah, they, they give them the due. Them, them girls, they really worked hard coming into the start of that season. They really put everything in because they, they wanted to win. They really wanted it. And we thought, we'd, again, with with the seniors, we start, We thought we'd started off well. And, and even for all our little lines as well, they'd all started off well at the beginning of that season. And it's just a shame that, that 2020 yeah. didn't happen. And it's good, it, it'll be hard getting back into it when we do get back into it. But... I'm sure. I, well, I, I I do hope that they've all got the same fighting spirit to get back into it, and you know, show show what we could do, really. Yeah. Because like we, we said before, for, for us these last few years, Maris dancing has not just been about the dancing; it's been about everything else. What we do as well. So like it was when we started the, with the um, the PB on tour in 2013. I think it was just before that actually, where we started doing things like um, like the Carnival Queens because Anne Marie Moyne had always been involved in that. And you from you know like from when the kids were younger and um, Shannon won that big rosebud competition, yeah. didn't you? So we'd we'd got into doing um, a Miss Platte Bridge. So we we were doing that. Um, we started doing a Miss Platte Bridge, and you know the That's kids amazing. got a sash when they won. Um, well, that was for, yeah. that was for raise money as well, season one. That was yeah. all the fundraising. Yeah, be, be, because we because obviously it costs a lot of money to run a Maris dancing troupe, but and you're trying to think of different ways that things what you can do to fundraise all the time. So we did the Miss Miss Platte Bridge. We did Platte Bridges Got Talent. We did um, the Open Day all on one day. Yeah, we did the Open Day as well. So at the beginning of the season, so that the the families could come and watch the girls, you know, in the club. So all that, all they were different ways to raise money and everything. Yeah, so um, yeah, years, we? yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of things like that over the years, and and everyone does get involved. So yeah, it's it's been good. I think I suppose it's um it's another avenue to just keep people interested, isn't it? You know, in the closed season more so of of having you know little competitions and 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 things like that. Because I know we mentioned about the knockout comps that used to happen. Um, you know, back in the in, in the kind of your younger yeah, days yeah. of Morris Danson, um, you know that was something that you look forward to probably in the winter months, and you know you do all your dancing season and then you do these knockout tournaments. I mean, we and... we we used to dance every night, didn't we? At them knockouts, <laughs> yeah. We, we 
I, I know I, I, I remember one week we did like Platbridge on a Monday, Pemberton on a Tuesday. Was it go St Andrews on a Wednesday? And because I always remember Monton Ladybirds was the very last one on the Friday. I mean, you was exhausted, and then you were dancing out <laughs> on the Saturday and Sunday as well. At some points, on with because the the competitions used to be held on a Saturday. I know there's one organisation that uh, still does a Saturday, but years ago, when you think it worked, just a... no, it was sat. So some weeks it was Saturday, Sunday. And if it were bank holiday Monday, we wait Monday as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. Rita always used to have a. Easter champs, didn't she, in, in Kingsbury yeah. on that Monday? Yeah, we you imagine doing that, that now? I know. No. <laughs> It'd be an opera, wouldn't it, nowadays? Yeah. People love yeah. A, a good bank holiday. You know, though, we we used to come back, we used to travel, because we had a double-decker bus and a single one as well. We used just, the, and all them knockouts, really, we just used, got, nobody used more or anything, and we no. were just singing our heads off our way back, got all Platbridge songs. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've absolutely loads, and they've all been brought back uh, just recently, haven't they? And they've been saying, "Oh, sing them again." What, what you used to sing years ago? So we'll just do you one if you want. Go so, on, then. Blue and white are our rosettes. We are called the Antoinettes. Now we've had experience of dancing, 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 like that. <laughs> Very well, good. And I just think, obviously, for the kids as well, that's the whole camaraderie of being on the bus, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some modern ones, but they're not as good as our old ones, aren't they? <laughs> well, and, and, what, and what, once or twice, she's let us put a whitening on the bus, we're only one. Yeah. <laughs> Because Champs, <laughs> Champs was outside at, at one time at Withenshaw. Yeah, it was. And, and she put whitening up both. You used to write all over the windows, didn't you, with whitening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I've got a picture like that of the of the old bus, our old blue and white bus, yeah. coming back from Isle of Man with everything what we'd won all over at windows. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that double-decker bus went Isle of Man and everything. Yeah, Remember on that ferry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that was something Wendy when Wendy said last week about excuse me being on the ferry and then getting there for about six o'clock in the morning and then the dancing started you know so it was just yeah. like you know a it was just like a full on time it, it, but I don't I don't remember any dancing at Isle of Man I just remember going out at night. <laughs> <laughs> If you remember, the Isle of Man, uh, the laws were different over there and the pubs was open all day, were here. They, they wasn't at that time. You oh, know, like yeah. the, the pubs, the, the times of the pubs used to be very different, didn't they? Yeah. Because I remember the, the going in a pub in the Isle, well, it was in the Lado, was it the Lado? When you could go you could go in there during the day and get a half a lager and black and sit and watch Majorettes. <laughs> yeah, I was well, you know, I were only 15, the, so the, I don't remember that. <laughs> So that just shows you how long ago that was. Wow. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, it was... Um... When we went Isle of Man, we was in an hotel and we was in, I think it was Shaftesbury. Yeah, with the jazz band. And, and we was with the jazz band and we was with some entertainers and we got friendly with them with the Ray Shells. Yeah, Ray Shells, we were with for Shea. Yeah. I mean, you never got a wink at Isle of Man with all them battens oh, and all God. them drums all on yeah. from at six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did it work then? Did you all just kind of, were the hotels, you know, big big hotels? Or were they... 
enough to obviously house you all and others. Some were bigger than others. There were guest houses or hotels. Yeah. And it was normally had two or three troops in one, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I think that was what we, we did. We, we we sort of looked for the best ones. I stayed with Ladybridge one year when I went watching and we was in a side street and that was only very small, but then we've stayed in like Shaftesbury and I can't remember other, other couple what when I've gone with like other troops, but some of them had like three or four troops in jazz bands and I just remember being in a hotel on the front so that afterwards, you know, after the results and then everyone was stood outside of their own hotel singing, you know, like along the prom. Yeah. So every, if you looked out, you could see like another troop singing one of their songs further down and then someone <laughs> else further down. So can you imagine all them people wow. who lived in Isle of Man at that time walking up and down prom and there was yeah. all these Morris dancers and entertainers and everyone singing, singing songs like that while we just sang. And it was good because Marion, you'd come to your hotel if you'd, if you'd um, got it results, didn't you? Oh, right. Okay. On that Saturday prom. Yeah, they, they, they did stuff like that, didn't they? Yeah, she, wow. she, um, she's come to I, I remember her coming to her hotel telling telling Maureen the juniors was in a dance-off to be prepared for the day after. That was one thing was they it, did. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it was something that you, you, you danced and gone back to your hotel, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I remember that was... Yeah, and you didn't have a mobile the phone then, didn't you? No, it's not that they could just ring you up and <laughs> yeah. tell you. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you have to get, get on an uh, arse and tram and go down from and Did you ever... That junior troupe, I, I think they danced rubbish. Yeah, they did. And then they thought, oh, they'd not come anywhere. And then she turned up and said they were in a dance-off. Well, that was it. Then we was... We couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. It was absolutely rubbish, wasn't that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> did... Um... Have you ever had the joys of Bridlington? No, no, no. no place we never went. No. Ah, right, okay. We did look at going. Our, our friends from Pemberton used to ring us and uh, keep us updated with what was going on. And I know Samantha went with the Armskirk um, sapphires, and that went, didn't they? Yeah, we never went, but we never, we never went. Yeah, no, but wasn't. I've seen that venue looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, because I I've judged the majorette in there a couple of times and. Just exactly like what you said about the front, you know, everyone's kind of on guest houses and and things like that. Um, I just think I don't know. Part of it work, and then I, I part of it are better in Pontins. You know, I know it's a um, there's no other way to describe it than a shithole, really. <laughs> but you know, it's it's our place, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's yeah. You go. You know, I mean, we call them shallots rotten, but yeah. we, we, we still go back, don't yeah. we? Because that dance floor, brilliant, especially <laughs> yeah. the ones at Southport and, yeah. and Wales. That, that's why we like. Yeah, that's why we like Southport, isn't it? Because we used to always start round the boating lake. We used to always stay at the front there, so you could sort of see everything yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Mm. I mean, when uh, Elaine had her fortieth year last year, when was that? A couple of years ago, she invited us that that year, didn't she? For and we were treated like VIPs, and we had the chalet with like on the same row as the judges, didn't we? Yeah, and never been in the chalet before. And then posh It was quite posh that one. It was. But we have stayed in. We won't stay Jordan in one, and when we got in the well, it's happened twice. When we got the keys to the chalet, somebody left a Sunday dinner in the oven and it had all moss on it. it like, oh. I don't know how long it had been there. And then one year we went and somebody left a full English in a frying pan under the grill. Full English. 
so I mean, oh, you can imagine some of, the, some of them were rotten, weren't they? But it's, you still have best times at oh, places yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you say when people, when you kind of explain to people about what it is that you do and you obviously go there, people don't understand. Like, you know, people oh, go, you don't. pay that to go there and you're like, you, don't, you just don't get and it. All, <laughs> the, all the girls look forward to like the fancy dress. Like yeah. we, we started that off years ago, didn't we? Like yeah. doing fancy dress on the Friday night and coloured themes and they, they start off at the beginning of the year, don't they? Like excited saying, what theme are we doing this time? And uh, it's, like you know, a massive, just... it's like a massive thing with the modest dancers, though, I feel. Yeah. That fancy dress is, is taking a lot more seriously than the dancing. When, when it does. <laughs> we spend, on that lead-up to Pontins, we spend more time planning the fancy dress and what we're yeah. doing than we do the practice sometimes. <laughs> Maureen, you yeah. scum out. Honestly, she's come out. And at one point, we used to do starter-season champs as well as end-of-season champs. Because when the last time we did a starter-season champs and we stayed over at Pontins, I'd only just had Isabel. So I had her in the February and then we went to Pontins in the April and I was I was training the juniors then and there's a picture of Isabel sat on my knee with all juniors around me and she's absolutely screaming her head off and I think it's because she knew she was at Pontins. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But that fancy dress, Jordan, it's been, I think we've done every fancy dress going because oh, for, yeah, for the past 20 years we've always gone to Benny <laughs> in May with, with all our friends from dancing and celebrated like... 18th, 21st end parties, and we also do a fancy dress now, though. So it it got um, a bit of wigging lingo. We call it fanny dress. So we've got <laughs> fanny dress for Benidorm, and then we've got fanny dress for Morris dancing. So we've done every single fanny going, and everyone. <laughs> I think um, it does. It does become a lot harder. I, I, I can I can I can probably imagine when you do try and think of different fancy dress options and and it's obviously it's one of them where if you want everybody to do it you know it's got to be kind of you know clean yeah, and friendly well, and and i've i've always said these past few years that's why we've sort of gone for a theme rather than everyone has to be one particular thing because if you've got like families who've got five kids you don't want them to be spending reams and reams of money on a fancy dress outfit that they're only going to wear once or twice maybe yeah. so like uh, the last uh, year at, at pontins um did we end up doing was we Greece? Did we all do Greece? So then you could pick whichever thing you wanted to do yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah, so like uh, me and Claire were dressed as um John Travolta with wig on. Yeah, and then all all yeah. seniors, yeah, they all did um um oh what's it called? Like beauty school dropout. They're oh, yeah. dressed as that. So yeah, so and then we've had one where it was the enchanted forest, and um like kids would dress up as butterflies and things, you know, so you can pick you can choose something within that theme, so you can make it yeah. as cheap as you want to. Because yeah, of course. you don't you don't want people to be spending a fortune. And as well, some people are a bit more, maybe a bit more reserved, and you know they don't want to necessarily do exactly the same. So yeah. I'm not I'm not one for saying everyone's got to be this. You know, tinies have got to do this, juniors have got to do this, seniors have. We just tried to do it as a theme, so you could you know do whatever you wanted to do. I think it. that's it because they look forward to like the the trues got talent from the beginning of the year and that was when they were really uh, every wednesday they were practicing weren't they like doing the choreography <laughs> shannon and ashley yeah. um and some of the other like uh, and that joined everybody in there were babies dinkies tannies mums and dads and we, we did joseph didn't we that year that yeah, year yeah, brilliant and, that that was really mm-hmm. good but there's other things alongside it isn't there what you socialize with and yeah um what make it like a 
you, you know, like more fun, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think, I, uh, I know we've touched on the fact, you know, that we don't do a lot of carnivals nowadays. So there needs to be <clears throat> other avenues that keep you interested, I suppose, because you would get bored of this, you know, with dancing yeah. sports centres and things like that. Yeah, that, that's that's why we like being with True these past couple of years because you can see, you can go to other places. There are background again. <laughs> so they, do, they do have other things that are going on. Because like for them, quite a few years really, like you said, the girls had only gone to sports halls and they yeah. didn't really know what marriage dancing was all about. So that was why we did in, in 2013 and did the PB on tour and we picked all the better competitions to go to. And then these last few years with True, it's been that same thing again where there's been, um, you know, like Presswich Carnival and um, going to Southport. So at least where you're dancing on the fur, the kids can go on the fur or you've got the entertainers in the other arena. So there's something else that's going on. Yeah. And that that's what brings them back to, to coming on the bus and everyone sitting together and even just having a drink together and a laugh together. It's just, I think Maris dancing for us anyway, for Platbridge has had to move on. And it's not, it's not just about the dancing, it's everything else that goes with it. That's yeah. what's been hard in all this um, pandemic, really, that you're not it's seeing everyone. Trying to keep everybody together, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the last few years, we've done a lot of different things to keep everyone going. Like, we, like we've done our own bongos, bingo, and, you know, just different things like that to try and just just do something different. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like you do other things as well, don't you know, like with pride... Uh, like reward rewards from like presentation that like you say like uh, yeah. seniors going watching a show at Blackpool and might be funny girls and then little ones going to little Disney on ice and yeah I mean I mean a lot of troops do the same thing but it's just yeah. like rewarding them than just giving them a medal and a trophy yeah because yeah. I mean when we was little you got you only got a medal at presentation night there wasn't a medal man who turned up every week and you got for buy your own medal for 50p. You got one at presentation night. And we used to get, um, if you got three, you had to get three, uh, three thirds, two seconds or a first to get a medal. You know, so depending on uh, what season you've had, you might just have three medals at the end of the year and that's all you went on stage for at presentation night. But yeah. that was what you'd earned. So you had to build that up over the year. I mean, that's where our leaders come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I either neat them, Susan. I know, but that, that's, every, that's everything all them years. But then, likes of Isabel, she's only 10. She's got a medal waistcoat that's got that many on it. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they, yeah, they, just, they just get them willy nilly, really, don't And then if they go yeah. into merching competitions, they get them for that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And it's like a medal for Troop of the Year, medal for winning on the day. Yeah. I've, the, that last The last season that we danced, I won more merching competitions then, and I never used to enter merching competitions. I've only just started doing them recently, and I've won more more of their medals now than I ever have in the other 13 years. Well, I've never been in for a merching competition in my life. I can't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I only do it you now. not need to, you, leader of the year. I know, yeah. I only do it now because I think I want to push the girls to go in it, but if they don't yeah. see me doing it, I think, well, you know... Yeah. So, yeah, I do so... like watching them, but I'll soon as sit at side and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think you know, coming towards you know, th this this year more so. I mean, you know, we, we spoke about hopefully, you know, there might be an opportunity to dance again this year, maybe. 
But is there is there anything that you've been doing more so recently, given this third lockdown, um, more so than you have done last year? Well, we did. We have been doing virtual practices anyway. Um, I've not been pushing them to get involved with it because I know a lot of people don't like it, and it, you know that it's fair enough because everyone's trying to deal with this in their own way. So there's, I, I wouldn't be. I mean, I said to all the trainers, don't be pushing the girls to join in. You know, if the mums are busy, if they're doing something, you know, they'll join of their own accord. So, but we have had a lot of the um, babies, dinkies, tinies, all joining in with the virtual practices, which has been good. And then when we could get in the club, that was good as well because everyone came back in. I mean, it wasn't the same because you couldn't do the dance proper. Like we were dancing in hoops and you were all a metre apart and everything like that. But at least you were back seeing each other and you were just socialising again. So now, come this year now, we have started doing the virtual practices again. Um, at the end of last season, we even did a virtual presentation night. So I oh, did wow. that over Zoom. And we, um, you know, we, we did a few awards not not a lot because you obviously couldn't reward them for Morris dancing because we've not really you know we hadn't done it we'd only done two comps but we did do a virtual presentation and um all the girls got a, a bit of a present and a certificate and everything so it's just trying to keep in touch with everyone and now that the um seniors we've started practicing twice a week now so we've even got up to six and a half minutes at the weekend we did an extra <laughs> practice on Sunday Quite afraid of ourselves. Yeah, so I mean, we, we, you know, we can be on to each other for an hour, and we only do six and a half minutes dancing. And rest of it's just chatting and you know, just keeping connected with people, really. Because yeah. otherwise, feel better though. Yeah, because otherwise, some people can just be sat on their own in the race, can't they? Yeah. Whereas, you know, can come on and have a chat with us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody's dealing with it dead different, aren't they? So we've said like, just come on it, even if you. We've just said, don't do your arms, just build your stamina back up. And even if you just want to do a couple of minutes or not even that, we're just saying do anything. Nobody's under any pressure. But they have the feedback's been really good, hasn't it? Saying they've enjoyed the chat as well after, well, before and after. I think like what Maureen said before in terms of the whole, you know, your mental health, it is just a perfect, you, you know, hour out of everything that's going on taking an hour to just mm. whether it's you know chat or whether it is you know to dance it, it's just getting you away from everything it's like you know like we're chatting now it's a little bit of normality as as so to speak yeah. what you might be doing on a sunday um yeah. and that was the reason i set these up just to kind of speak to people who i haven't had the opportunity to speak to and obviously hear about you know your pastimes and you know what those you know, early years were like for some of us who obviously weren't around, um, you know, because there's so much that's happened over the years and obviously more so last year people had the time to reflect on the fact that, you know, it's been the longest time out and you don't realise. I don't think anybody will mourn anymore about no, getting no, no. up. <laughs> Definitely not. No, yeah. I think I think even organisations might approach it different as well, though, because there will be people who, who will have got used to doing something different yeah. of a weekend. You know what I mean? Like enjoying your Sunday lying and yeah. getting up to be able to do something. So you know, it might be that organisations don't dance out every week. You know, or they might just, especially at the beginning. You know, they might yeah. just have to do a few outdoor venues or even maybe outdoor knockouts. You know, like yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, so that there's only a few troops who are going to be there. And you're not there for all day, so there's not as many people there. So there might be different ways that we're going to have to adapt because, you know, if they're saying that everyone can't get together in big groups for months and months, 
you know, we, we just got to see what, what we can do, really, and how we can work it. Yeah. Vaccines on, though, no, isn't it? So that's positive. Yeah, definitely. But I would like to think, you know, when you mentioned about the knockout comps, I would like to think, you know, because obviously talking back to how they were run, it was obviously troop run, wasn't it? You know, the yeah. troops kind of yeah. run it themselves. So, you know, there's enough, there's enough of you out there to be doing a couple of little um, comps and... Yeah, and, and yeah, but in them days, in them yeah. days, all you had to do in the club was set your record player up, and then yeah. somebody, did, you know, when, when it gets to the end, you pick it up and put it back on again. Yeah. It's not the same now, is it? When oh, you've got all no. these speakers and no, you no. all your, your decks and everything like that. It's not that. It was your practice venue, wasn't it? They were all yeah. labour clubs. Yeah. And, and and you have the atmosphere of the club, uh, black peas, uh, hot dogs. Yeah, bingo in between. Bingo in yeah. between. <laughs> Because yeah, it, it would just because um, then you had your semi-final, your quarter-final, yeah. and then there were dance-offs in between, and it, it, they were belting really then, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. When, wow. Whereas you think of in our club now, we'd only just get all our troop in. We wouldn't get, have any room for anyone else, would we not? No. <laughs> it makes you wonder how people fitted in. Yeah. I know it does. I yeah. think as well. That's what we. That's what we were saying, wasn't we, about the whole approaching competitions differently now you know mm. we see how many people are in a sport so you, you do think to yourself like are we ever you know are we ever going to get back to that obviously we yeah. are but it's just how long is it going to be yeah yeah and how do we adapt to those things but i do like we said about the vaccine and hopefully it is a um mm. it's a positive outcome i suppose and as it says on your t-shirts you just have to keep the faith yeah. keep the faith keep yeah the faith. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a perfect message. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless you've got anything else more to add, um, no? I think that's it. Just thank and thanks. Yeah, I think yeah. If we could do that, I'd, um, I know there was a lot of people that we you did thank yesterday that obviously didn't get. Yeah, time, I mean, so. I I know I said about like you know I didn't choose to be principal type of thing, but I couldn't do it without all the other trainers that we've got as well. Um, because each of our lines has, has so many different training. I couldn't do it without them. And without the likes of um, Maureen, who's always there for, you know, like a bit of advice, a bit of guidance. Uh, Joan, who's been on the committee for years, and my mum, Linda, she helps me a lot. So there's a, and all, all the other mums, you know, like who we've got on the committee and the mums who just back us every week for everything that we need to do. I couldn't do any of that without them. I mean, and there's, there's people who are, like respecting the Morris dancing world as well, like like Barbara Anderton from Etico. She's always there for a bit of advice if you need it, a bit of a, a word in my ear or whatever. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of people who are behind Platte Bridge or PB family. Like yes. that's what we sort of call ourselves, you know. So yeah, there is a lot of people behind us. Mm. I mean, I I do it more now for Isabel and what she how she likes Morris dancing and keeping it going for her. And um, yeah, so it's it's more for the for the kids and just the the fun of it, and because I enjoy dancing, you know, rather than yeah being a principal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was never a burning ambition to be a, a modest dancing principal. No. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job, Susan. <laughs> Thanks, Maureen. <laughs> uh, Maureen Amory, is anyone you would want to just say a quick? Well, I, I think same as Susan, really. Like We've got a good, strong committee. They've got to be recognised for what they do. Um, and again, really, like all the supporters, all the senior girls, what's been in for over 20-odd years are still 
the current seniors what are, are there now you know still keeping it all together um, yeah, and i hope they just all come back i know and yeah, it, it's yeah. like, you know the loyalties there that you know so you've you've got like their mums who because you, 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 you know you've got we've got a big band of supporters haven't we when like when you go weekend you might not they might not come on a sunday but they will come to the championships at the end of the year and it's all to do with like all the claps you get and all the support you get all the applause yeah. you get yeah and you know helping with fundraising in the background and you know just all like you've said really like yourselves and Maureen Egg it's and, and all, all the other people who because we, we know that many people who help us out when we need to do like Samantha from Arcadia with our uniforms and <laughs> it, the list is never ending for thanking people really isn't it not no. you know yeah like, like when you mentioned uniforms then, I was going to say about Leah as well, because we had Leah booted in, but then as well, when we was on about girls dancing for other troops, we yeah. had, we asked Leah one week, because she come and lead chicks, because we were short. Yeah, so she you, there's all friends, yeah, there's friends like that, where you know you can call on, yeah. you know, and, and they'll help you out. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's been good, but, yeah. I just yeah. think we, we, we've been really successful anyway, haven't we, over the years, and we've, you know, we're still up there with the, with, you know the 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 best of the best, and we've been going fifty one years, and still going strong, hopefully, and keep the faith that that, that we're dancing out this year. That we're dancing out at some point <laughs> this year. Yeah. yeah. Thank thanks to all the girls for keeping it keeping it going and turning up every week. Yeah. And they're the ones that do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for you know agreeing to do this, and obviously it was fantastic to hear those those memories and. Uh, and obviously the, the, the wonderful stories so fingers crossed we can see each other in real life sometime soon yeah thank Thanks, you very much Jordan. it's our favorite subject <laughs> <laughs> wow thank you very much to susan and marie and maureen for taking us on a fantastic trip down memory lane and letting us know a little bit of history into platbridge and also their time in the morris world I really hope you've enjoyed this episode even more so. And if you have, then please see the description below for the buy me a coffee link and you can buy me a coffee pretty much and help this podcast grow. Once again, thank you so much for following us and you know joining us on this journey. I really hope you'll agree that the stories are just fantastic and everything that we want to achieve, we're achieving with the help of you and your follow to us is just booming it's just making us want to do these podcasts even more so thank you thank you thank you so much and we'll see you for episode three